0: Welcome to the 360 Leadership Podcast, the top rated show for driven women in senior leadership with new episodes released every Wednesday. I'm your host, Lucy Garnon, a multi-award winning executive coach for women leaders and the founder of 360 Leaders Club, an exclusive high-level membership for career-driven, family oriented women just like you. I created the 360 Leadership Podcast to share practical tips, Actionable step by step strategies and inspiring stories to support you to unlock the power and belief within to accelerate your impact and potential so you can build a life filled with success, balance, and happiness. So, are you ready to achieve 360 degree success? No more excuses, no more waiting. Your time is now. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the 360 Leadership Podcast. I am your host Lucy Garnon, and I am so excited to bring you this topic today that comes up quite a lot with many of the female leaders that I work with and that topic is how to handle a defensive team member. So we've all been there right where we notice our team aren't performing, we need to give them feedback and sometimes those conversations do not go very well which is exactly why today I wanted to talk to you about this very, very important topic. So what prompted me to record this podcast today was that inside my membership, for Women in Senior Leadership, which is 360 Leaders Club, which is the an online membership for women in senior leadership who want to really progress their career um, while achieving work-life balance, because, girls, it is actually possible, believe it or not. Um, And inside our membership, one of our members had this question, and I thought I would pop on the podcast. So she's an amazing leader. She already has a lot of leadership experience. She's done lots of courses through work. But unfortunately, what happens to us is when we're in these sticky situations at times, we can just forget what we've learned, right? And we can allow our emotions to take over. And that is totally normal, which is why it's super important that you have an outside perspective and always, you know, try to see how you might handle these things in another way so one of our members asked and she said i have a new team member who is getting defensive when i asked her why she sent an email to the business without checking me first so this particular new person was only in the role about three months and um she had sent out this email without kind of, I suppose, consulting her manager first and the email didn't contain what it should have contained. And you know yourself, we've all been there when one of our teams has sent out an email and you're like, oh, why did they say that? I would have done it a different way. Um, so this is the situation that happened. So. When our um, one of our members of 360 Leaders Club brought this to me, I asked her what happened and she said, well, she got really, really defensive and she just kept saying to me, I don't understand the process. I don't understand the process. So I just thought I would teach you today um, what I told her in the hope that it'll help you to handle any team members who are more defensive with you the next time you need it. So Buckle up. I'm going to give you five quick and snappy tips because I want you to have these in your pocket. It's going to be a short and snappy episode that I know is going to be valuable for you. So here we go. The very first thing that I would invite you to do if you have a team member who is defensive to feedback is to look at your part in this. So when I did my coach training, one of the standout moments for me was like a light bulb moment, which was relationships are co-created. So I'm gonna say that again. Relationships are co-created. So I remember my coach trainer explaining that to me and I was like, oh my God, you're so right. You can't have a relationship without two people, okay? And we all act in response to the environment and the people around us. And if you go back to what I always teach you about when it comes to mindset and how your brains work, our brains are literally primed to look out for threat. So that's why as a leader, it's so important that you create that psychological safety for people so that they feel safe. And in this particular situation, obviously the ego got invoked, okay? So you wanna remember that you have a role in this. So get curious with yourself and ask yourself, well, what was my part in this? So maybe it was your tone. Maybe the way you delivered the feedback was loaded with judgment. And I always remember, actually, my mother, um, you know, sometimes when you'd be having a dig with, at somebody, and then they they know you're having a dig at them, but it's not because of the words you said, it's because of the energy you brought. So I remember as a kid, like, you know, I'd be saying things to my mother, you know, and like your parents annoy you when you're a teenager or whatever, and I'd be saying things to her, but she couldn't really pull me up on it, because the words I was saying were okay, but it was more the energy behind it was loaded with judgment and loaded with sarcasm. That's what I'm talking about, okay? So it's really, really, really important that you manage your energy and you really get curious with yourself about, okay, well, was I judging? Um, Was I bringing my own unconscious biases into this conversation? Um, Was I snappy? Did I have this conversation over instant message? Did I take the time to have the conversation properly? Was it the right time of day to have the conversation? There are so many things when you get curious with yourself, okay, um, that you can see that maybe there's a way you could have handled this better. And we've all been there, okay? There's no judgment. So step one is look at your part in this. Remember, relationships are co-created and ask yourself, what was your part? The second thing I'd recommend is to apply a coaching approach. So, if your team member is doing something, again, I remember somebody told me years ago, and it just stuck with me, which is that you know, not very many people get up in the morning and set out to do a bad job. Most people want to get up in the morning and they want to do a good job. So, it's about getting curious instead of judging. So, if somebody's doing something that you know they didn't understand, or they're sending an email not the way you would have liked to it. It to have been said. It's about applying a coaching approach. So get really curious. Curiosity is your biggest friend. It's it's a foundation of everything I do in coaching. So I'm a certified, um, about to be double certified, uh, qualified executive coach. So I've trained up to the ICF standards, which is the International Coaching Federation. And one of the competencies that we are trained on as coaches, uh, professional coaches, is embodying a coaching mindset. And a coaching mindset really means being curious, okay? Curiosity is is massive. So instead of judging and making assumptions about why the person sent the email or why they did this, it's about getting really curious with them. It's about removing your judgment and asking them questions like, okay, so I'm hearing you say that, that you're not clear in the process um, what part of the process don't you understand? And then you at- listen, actively listen without assumption. What specifically are you unclear on and how can I help, okay? So you have to remember your job as a leader is to remove obstacles, is to support your team to do their job. That's what true leaders do, okay? Now, I know in a lot of organizations and I've been there myself, we end up in the weeds. But if you wanna really stand out as a proper true leader and move from you know being that girl to this proper woman and and true leader it's about really applying those coaching approaches okay so get curious ask questions open-ended questions without judgment and you're going to learn an awful lot okay The third thing, and this actually came from one of the girls on the call. So again, inside 360 Leaders Club, one of our calls we have every month is a group coaching call where I'll always do some teaching. I give the girls a tool and I, you know, they bring their challenges that are happening. And what's amazing about it is not only do you get me as your coach in terms of all my millions of coaching tools and different tactics and um, strategies I have for different work-related situations, you also get the perspective of the group. And what came up in one of the breakout rooms was this concept of situational leadership. So this term came up on the call. So what this really means is as a leader, you need to be able to adapt your leadership style to your people. And it's the same in life too. Okay. Unfortunately, leadership is hard, right? It's not easy. You, you're you the leader. So you have to get to know your people. So in the example that I shared there a few minutes ago about the, the team member um, sending the email and saying she didn't understand the process. Well, this girl was only new in the role, okay? So she was only in the role maybe three months. So it's about getting to know your team, knowing what makes them tick, knowing what could you say in those situations. So for example, years ago, I would have taken feedback really personally. And I just remember one of my bosses, like she knew that, she knew me so well. She knew how to deliver feedback to me in a way that would not invoke my ego. So once, you're, once you know your people and you can demonstrate this situation leadership, it's going to be a lot, lot easier, which is why it's so crucial as a leader. And if you're multitasking, please come back to me. This is a massive part of what I do is help you to free up capacity in your amazingly busy day so that you actually have time to develop your team. So you have time to get to know them. like. It's so, so important. One thing I would say, and I've said it on the podcast a million times, is like one of the biggest problems I see in the corporate world is that there are way too many meetings and there is not enough time in the day to number one, do the work. And number two, actually empower and develop your team. I literally, I'm just off a call with a client there now who literally listened to all of my tactics that I shared. So again, when you join 360 Leaders Club, you get access to what I call my 360 degree success path, which has seven key foundations to 360 degree success. And she followed these and she couldn't believe the results because One of the tactics in there I call my more time in five strategy and she literally paused. This girl was so busy. She got off the hamster wheel. She got the value of investing in herself. She literally paused and looked at her calendar out for a month. She canceled recurring meetings, that weekly meetings that she normally ended up canceling anyway, just so she had some breathing room. And by actually doing that, she has freed up capacity to empower her team. She has freed up time to show them and teach them and help them to grow. And that's exactly what you need to be doing as a leader too. Okay, so know your people is, is the situation leadership piece, but in order to do that, you've got to free yourself up, okay? The fourth thing then I would recommend is really lean into your emotional intelligence. So one of my strengths is um, is understanding people. I understand people on a very... Um, Spiritual level, I connect energetically with people. I'm just very empathetic and I'm highly emotional intelligent. Okay. It is something, it is a skill you can teach, you can be taught. All right. And actually, it's, it's step number one in my 360 degree success path is mastering your emotional intelligence because it is so, so crucial as a leader that you are emotionally intelligent. Okay. So what does that actually mean? So first of all, what it means is being compassionate, being empathetic and putting yourself in the other person's shoes. So in the example that I shared about the girl who was in the job for 3 months and sent the email it's about putting yourself in her shoes. So imagine you were in a job for 3 months and you were still learning. Okay? What how would you want your leader to respond? You'd want you'd want them to feel like you're on their side, right? So your job as a leader is to listen. It's to make time for your team to support them and remove roadblocks so she knows what to do. So again, going back to the example of the email, no one's gonna send an email that they think is gonna get them in trouble, like who's gonna do that? So there's obviously a breakdown somewhere in, in your process, okay? And this is one thing I always say, I call it the process over person rule, which means you look at the process first and then you blame the person okay because in like 95 percent of cases there's a miss in your process so again in that example i shared with the three months you know in terms of your onboarding process for your new team have you built in time to get to know them do you understand their strengths do you understand what's motivating them because it might not be money right some people think oh they've been paid they're in the job that should be enough It might be the uh, vision and mission of the company. They might be doing it to provide a better lifestyle for the family. You know, you need to understand your team's motivators and then you can speak their language and then you can tap into your emotional intelligence, okay? So then finally, the fifth thing, and this is something that I didn't consider, and again, it came up on on the call in 360 Leaders Club with my group, was to consider neurodiversity. So one of our ladies who is neurodiverse pointed out that people who um, are neuro neurodiverse, neuro i.e., things like ADHD and autism in some way, and different um various neurodiversity um wirings, if you like, they can respond very negatively to feedback. So, for example, if somebody has is on the spectrum, okay, and it, it maybe is even undiagnosed, they may not even know, okay. I know for a fact that people who are on the spectrum in a lot of cases in terms of autism, they can be quite rigid and quite black and white. So if they're process driven and they're following your processes and they send an email or do something, but your processes aren't going to support them, well, then they're going to get frustrated and they're going to maybe react defensively. Okay, so I actually have um, a neurodiversity expert coming into the Ladies in 360 Leaders Club at some stage, I can't remember exactly the date, at some stage in quarter one. For any of you ladies listening, actually, if you didn't know that, she's coming in to teach you all about neurodiversity in the workplace because it is a topic that's becoming more and more topical. More adults are being diagnosed with ADHD than ever before and a lot of things are making sense for people. So I think it's really, really, really important. Again, it goes back to understanding your people and um, being able to support them how they need best so i hope that that has been valuable for you just to recap on the five tips to handle a defensive team member with more ease and less frustration number one look at your part in this remember relationships are co-created number two apply a coaching approach really bring in curiosity number three apply situational leadership meaning that you adapt your leadership style to the situation the person you're dealing with number four use your emotional intelligence so just be nice okay be nice be compassionate be empathetic put yourself in her shoes and or his shoes and remember your job as a leader is to remove those roadblocks and number five consider neurodiversity just because somebody isn't diagnosed does not mean that they do not have an underlying, um, un, you know, issue that hasn't been diagnosed. So just consider that as well. And again, above all else, be kind. Be kind. Be nice to your team. They're trying to do a good job, and I promise you, the more empathy and compassion. You bring into your leadership, the more you're going to stand out, the more your team are going to stay loyal to you, the more your team are going to bend over backwards and deliver for you. So be that leader that is that shining light that I know you are. And if you've enjoyed this episode, there's another episode that I think you will really, really enjoy, uh, which is episode number 85, which is three game-changing techniques to manage your emotions and revolutionize your leadership. We're talking about how to handle difficult personalities at work we're talking about more about emotional intelligence and the number one game changer that will really supercharge your communication skills so after you listen to this episode go check out episode number 85 i think you will really 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 enjoy that as well so that is it for this week's episode of the 360 leadership podcast if you find this valuable can you please do me a favor please share this with your colleagues because Do you know what? Somebody told me recently that the top 10 podcasts are always male hosts. And that makes me so mad, okay? There's very few females in the top 10 in the podcast church. Charts. So if you can help me by sharing this podcast, this is the 360 Leadership Podcast, okay? You will be flying the flag for women all around the world. You'll be helping me reach more people. You'll be helping me grow my business. You'll be helping me spread my message and helping me to empower and support more women leaders because you wouldn't believe the amount of people when they find my podcast, they message me and go, Oh my God, how did I not know about this? I wish I had known about this sooner. I am very generous with my knowledge on this podcast and in return I would love if you could help me grow it so please share it literally grab the link to it right now send it in your whatsapp work group send it via email send it to your female leader colleagues and I would really really appreciate it and you would be giving them a gift so that's it for this week's episode I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll see you again same time same place next Wednesday bye for now